What's up, everybody? It's Joe Lapuma. You are listening. You are watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I am with my guy, Mr. Matt Welty. Here we are, recording a special episode in, okay. in the future. Very special episode. He brought the gold liquid death. Not sponsored. Gold bottle? Gold <laughs> bottles only. <laughs> these puppet gold bottles. Gold bottles only. Yeah, he stepped it special. up. To my left, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Great color combo. Look at it. That's a great color combo. Don't, I'm not even joking. Welty? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. You, I, not that I, excited. I can, I can tell the judging I, gaze. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was actually thinking of something else um, that popped into my head when you said gold bottles. The image Ace, that, Jay-Z uh, Ace of Spades? No. Well, the okay. image that popped into my mind was, if I'm sure you remember this, 2011 NBA. <laughs> Hold on, I have to describe this because for the people who can't see the visual, right when you said 2011, Joe kind of like yep. put his head into his yeah. hands like he's worried about the story that's coming up right you were, now. I don't even know, were you around 2011? 2011, around NBA yeah. Finals. Okay. Dallas Mavericks win. In Live? Their, in, their, in the club. Mark and, Cuban. And they have the Magnum yeah. Yeah. Ace of Spades bottle and Dirk. So Dirk was there with Lil Wayne. And Mark Cuban. Yeah, and they're so drinking Gruntman, out of the bottle like this. Do you know Gruntman? This is as, Dave Grumman? Yeah, Dave Grumman, as successful as like he's been, mm-hmm. super successful. Miami he, nightlife guy, right? Yeah, runs Miami. But, you know, he always says that that celebration party and Lil Wayne saying, live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday, those are the two moments in pop culture that he said really helped set off live. Really? And where did you and Dave Matthews celebrating at live after the Pharrell sneaker shopping shoot, where does that rank in there? Did you guys go to live after you we shot didn't go Pharrell to, for we sneaker didn't go shopping to li- in Miami? Okay, we didn't go to live. We didn't go to live after Lil Wayne. We, you know what's really funny? Tell me. Lil, after the Lil Wayne episode, you shot Lil Wayne for yes. sneaker shopping in Miami as well. Yes. Couple interesting things about that. Lil Wayne episode after we shot that in Miami. It was also, I believe, the week of Dave Matthews' birthday. Our producer. Okay. It was also the night the NBA season was canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that Dave Matthews came to my room. We were watching, I think, like the <laughs> the NBA being yeah. canceled, Rudy Gobert being yeah, canceled. Yeah, touching all the mics, right? Yeah, exactly. And also for his birthday, I think I got him a little... Uh, Bottle a of hand sanitizer? Bottle, no, no, a oh, little okay. bottle of champagne. Okay, okay. A little bottle of champagne. And I was like, we got to do something Pop for bottles. your birthday. And then bringing full circle, <laughs> uh-huh. the week of the Dennis Rodman... After the Dennis Rodman episode, also in Miami, also in Miami, went we went to Swan for lunch with Dennis Rodman, which I think I said, but that's Dave Grumman's restaurant. Beautiful. So, also, let's get this out of the way. My voice is a little raspy. You yeah, you might have been in live last night. No, my voice is a little raspy. I had zero voice yesterday. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it. I was texting these guys. Yeah, I may just sit in the seat, and you guys would have to talk. Flu game situation. Yeah, we're gonna work through it. We play through it. Get uh-huh. COVID. It's not COVID. <laughs> also, not a symptom of COVID. Allergy Googled season. It. Allergy season. Mm. But uh, I didn't talk. I canceled all my meetings yesterday for this. Didn't talk at all. Yeah. People were FaceTiming me. Didn't pick up. But you feel raspy? Feel a little so raspy. raspy? Like, like our friend. Jadakiss? And... Oh, am I doing it? Or are yeah, you? Do, are you I can't it? do it. You have to do it. You you have it ready to go. No, I can't. Because you, you're raspy. You can't make that noise. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You can't make that noise like this. Oh, but anyway. I thought you were going to make a Pharrell reference. What was the Pharrell reference? There's, he has that song on uh, uh, In My Own Mind, Raspy shit. Oh, but Mr. Raspy is Jada okay. Kiss. And no, nice one, no. He does the ad lib. <laughs> All right, so sorry. Apologies, guys. I know it's a little, uh, I know the voice is a little different, but we play through, and we're going to allude to it a lot before that seat gets Yo. filled. Uh-huh. 
we had to play through because there's a big episode. Yeah. For big episodes, look what I had to bring them out. Black Cat 4s. A few weeks ago, we talked about me getting Oreo 4s and Black Cat 4s. Uh -huh. This is like my signature shoe. I had to bring them out for a big episode, and this is a big episode. Yeah. So. And also, there's another caveat we should mention, right? Yeah. Just to peel the curtain back a little bit. We are recording this well in advance. So uh, if, if any current events mm -hmm. timing seems off, it, it's it's for that reason. Yep. So. Yeah, um, it's not that we didn't forget to talk about whatever thing, on the whatever thing that yeah. you guys all <laughs> you care about, but we don't. About, but you know how else I know it's a special episode, Welty? Why? So Welty's got the gold bottle on deck. I, I don't really have anything special. I'm trying to look. Joe does have the rolly on the wrist. I always had it. Did, really? Yes. You always, and he's got the dad socks. Why do I feel And the ooh, dad socks. He's got the Trinidad James yeah, socks no, on. I've had Why it. do I feel like the rolly is shining especially bright today? Well, I've had it. It's on like <laughs> it's been on like the No, it's been on like the past three episodes. But oh, we were talking, me and our friends were talking earlier, and they're like, oh, do you remember this? And they brought it back to the days of when you had, like, the five-disc changer. In, yes. In the car. Yes. That era. What were you, Joe, what, if you had, like, that era of five-disc CD changers mm -hmm. in the trunk. Ooh. What, okay. What 2002? Five, what, so, what five CDs are in there? So the Jeep Cherokee that I had <laughs> in high school. <laughs> what color was it? Silver. Which is like, and it had the little Italian flag on the, you know, people were putting like the reflectors. <laughs> yeah. Mine had the little Italian flag right under the Jeep logo on the back. But the five disc changer was under the seat in yeah. the yeah. back, which yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's not how it always was. Like, Sometimes you had the tray, or could the yeah. tray in the in, in yes. front not have five on there it? Was, well, there was the one, in the, I think it was like usually a three disc changer maybe. In, in the actual tray, the stair, yeah. And then I know you're talking about there was the middle seat pull down that sometimes there'd be the five disc. Oh, but then I don't know about that. I know about that's the what trunk Joe's line. talking about. In yeah, like okay, the back okay. seat, you'd pull the middle seat down, and yes. that's where the CDs would be. But then there was sometimes that the five disc changer was actually in the trunk. I know. Yeah, that's that's familiar to me. It was very annoying to be honest. Okay. But like back then, what would it have been? It would have been. Let me think about this. Um. It would have been. A mix of you weren't burning your own CDs at this point yet, right? It was it yes. was just you yes. were okay. That's what the yes. 2002 is like peak burn yes. CD era. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, to be honest, probably like I remember real one player. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Of and course. I was like downloading songs. I remember to be honest, Big Ja Rule era, mm -hmm. like wait, those, wait, always is, is that time. Like, is that like set tripping for you, Joe? I'm no. sure. You, I'm sure you snapped your Ja Rule CDs in half. Once fifty came no, out. No. 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 Full disclosure, I definitely had Pain Is Love. The censored version, and once I became a Fifty Cent stan, I definitely like scratched it up on purpose. Wow! Like, look I, at I that loyalty. Did anymore. you tell Tony Ayo that? Look at that <laughs> loyalty. I think no, remember I one of the funnier moments of his versus battle versus Fat Joe. It was Ja Rule and Fat Joe. Yeah, and Ja Rule ended up winning by a landslide in that. Um, but he ended up performing clapback, and people were going wild for it. And I'm like, but nobody like thought that song was dope when it came out. It's just funny that we like, um, definitely, definitely Jay Z albums, but also like being totally honest, of mm. course, Blink One Eighty Two album. Oh, oh yeah, for uh, sure. Like heavy, and heavy, no shame. the state, heavy, dude. Heavy. Take off dude. your pants and jacket with the multiple yeah. different versions of the disc. Heavy. One with the jacket icon, one with the plane, one with the pants, and they each had a different bonus track on them. I think heavy. Yeah. Come and on. then I also remember, kind of related to that, my friend 24 was, like, big at the time, I think. Your friend 24? No, my friend 20, 24, what? The, the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? I thought Might have your been friend was named 24, no. and then I thought it was no, 24K Golden? No, 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 no. no. But I kind of remember, 20, he, he was like, you got to watch this show. Blah, blah. Jack Every, Bauer. Yeah, yeah. Every, love this kid. It was Andrew 
who claims that green bean fives were spray painted on. <laughs> okay, so we, all the Jack, yeah, characters. Jack, Jack Bauer is his idol. Okay. You got to watch it. Obviously, it was a big thing. Um, so I borrowed the discs from someone, never played it, and I remember that they were just in the back seat. These were the DVDs? The DVDs, back seat of the Jeep. No cases, just totally like that. Oh, there was nothing worse when someone threw Dude, just a disc in the back Jesus and it gets all Christ. scratched. The worst, scr- like the worst scratched. Uh, it was my, it was my other friend who I borrowed. What about from. when you had totally the, scratched? What about when you had like the discs in like there was like moisture or something and like mm. they would stick together. Ooh, you ever yeah, had or, yeah, or yeah. something, and you have to like try and peel like the CD off, and it would just like delaminate. Honestly, that's more salient for me with Magic cards when they're sleeved up. But I same same type of vibe. What did you guys have? In the disc changer? Yeah. I never had a car like that, so okay. I, I or I never had a car, so it wasn't, okay. yeah. Crashed a car, but never Me? Had a car. Oh, man. Sorry. Crashed my mom's car. The, the, the car crash I was recently in, I was not driving, and it was not my fault. Go yeah. on. That's true. Oh, uh, man, that Kids whole era of, of, like, high school. Papa Roach. No. <laughs> no. no. Papa no. Roach? I, I thought, yo. Can I? I remember when my friend Nate Hubner got the Papa Roach CD from my friend Adam <laughs> Holbert in fifth grade, and his mom and his sister, everybody else was like playing upstairs at his birthday, and I was still in the living room or something, and I was like listening to his mom pull the booklet out and like read the lyrics and be like, I don't think my fifth grade son Nate is ready for this yet. Speaking of which, I, I recently got an invite to go to a Slipknot concert. Dude, you're, you're going. You have to go. You're going. Yeah. And you have to put the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Have I'm a sorry, mask. I interrupted your disc changer. What's in your five disc changer? Oh man, I didn't. I don't. I don't think I had a five disc. I only had the one disc. Okay, I had a Mazda MX-6. That was okay. my first car. Okay. Uh, two door with a stick shift. Um, you had the dice in the mirror. Or no, 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 no. But back then, it was like just super like underground rap. Like LA stuff, like uh, Freestyle Fellowship for shape, sure, Shapeshifter, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Really um, digging pro- in the crates. Maybe, maybe like a little like atmosphere. Maybe or some Chino XL in there. Uh, maybe, probably not. But not some in that two max. Uh, some two max, yes, for sure. Some two max, <laughs> some sure. AWOL ones, some AC alone, like Hell all that yeah. stuff. Some random like, uh, not even Project like mixtapes. You'd be buying. The artist CD off their website, yeah. but it was like a burn CD. It was that a they, CDR, yeah, with that a they label. Were personally selling Savage yeah. Garden. No, <laughs> <laughs> not me. Some guilty pleasures that I loved. Uh, Don't be guilty, man. Savage Garden had some hits. Although my a friend of mine who was part of our soccer group, he um he proposed to his now wife years ago. Mm-hmm. Savage Garden to the truly madly. It's deep a of, classic. They, it's like, a classic. They, they led her up the stairs at the at the bar. It's a classic. Joe, Joe sounds like he lost his voice at the Savage Garden concert. Also, right it's now. getting worse, right? <laughs> Definitely getting worse. A little bit. So, you got some. You got some lemon in that water, yeah, or some yeah, honey, we got, or something. We'll be all right. Uh, the other thing I remember, music-wise, senior year of high school, I remember all my track buddies mm-hmm. at the pep rally. Mm-hmm. You could play a entrance theme. Did you guys ever have pep rallies or no? Uh, did, did, I didn't play sports. Yeah, I didn't play sports. I don't know okay. if I ever so went to Okay, so soccer, it was like a big thing. What was going to be our entrance theme? And we did, uh, I don't know how I got outvoted, but it was Crazy Train, All Aboard, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and the guy the guy who I remember was like convinced me, he was like, this is going to be like the best entrance. It wasn't the Lil John version of it? No. And then, <laughs> and yeah, then the track team, on. all my friends who wanted me to run cross country, so it was like a little bit of, I was like, no, I'm playing soccer. Yeah. My tr- the uh, track team came out to Money Ain't a Thing and just shut the whole pep rally down. <laughs> JD and Jay-Z just shut the whole... And I remember looking at my friend like, look it. Like, we had Crazy Train. They came out to Money Ain't a Thing. <laughs> 
Not even close. Not even close. <sighs> Pepperelli, yeah, I've never happened. For us growing up, instead of like that, it was more of like, what song are you gonna? Because we all like try to like make skate videos back in the day. Oh sure. And it's like, what song are you gonna use for your skate video part? That yeah. you like put together. I, I remember like shot a bunch of footage, but like never, like um, never ha- never had it like, together into a tape or. Well, there, it was on like tapes, but I never had like put together like a full like two minute yeah. like skate part. But I always wanted to like skate the hieroglyphics you never knew. Oh yeah. And that was just like um. That was my one. Oh, but it's funny, Joe. So you mentioned um, this is maybe I don't know if it's gonna sound dated or whatever, but you mentioned uh, soccer. So recently joined, like a, uh, a league, not a league, but just like a Thursday night pickup. That's is a this league. The Red Bull like, Development Club. No, 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 no. Is this does in this, Jersey? Does this talent feed into the Red Bulls? No, 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 no. Okay, this it's is, totally separate from that this organization. This is just like uh, where is it? Will you tell us? It's in New Jersey. Oh, well, you want to go spectate? What if we? After the hot dog tour, it's not like a, it's not a league. It's just like it's like ten people get together. Is there room for spectators? Are there bleachers? You want me to suit them up too? <laughs> Can Joe and I come watch? Oh man! After the Glizzy tour, look, that's a no. <laughs> oh man, is a no. <laughs> Listen, Complex had a soccer team, Pier Forty. Don yeah, I remember, I remember those the, days. What I is it? Adidas, going there watching Adidas it. Fanatic, I didn't play right? It, yeah. yeah, Adidas, the, the Fanatic League, right? Let me tell you. We got smoked every year. <laughs> every year we got smoked. I also remember one year. We were, it was like, you know, it's a tournament. First round, yep. second round. Blah, blah, blah. So, one game and you're out. Like, no, that's the thing. It's no, not I, like, I remember that, but there was always like, there was thing. always like one, like the best player on the team was always Chris Schomberger. Okay. For first three feasts. Yeah. Sean Botwick was good too. Him and uh, Alex Gardner. Okay. Who's I don't him? think I played that year. Alex well, is British, so it's, yeah, I think it's just a plain Yeah. Fame, we, I but. played like Justin Monroe era, but so one year, it's, it's not, really like one and you're out it's like oh who knows what happens in these four games okay. so like you keep going throughout the day i remember one year we lost the first two games mm-hmm. and the thing and about, you were on the team i was on the team the thing about fanatic is i think hill country catered it every year mm-hmm. and it was Barbecue, the spread yeah. was amazing and, and sorry for the people that don't know this is an adidas yeah. soccer league in new york city with all yeah. kinds of cool influencer Great teams day. or a Great sneaker day. store I might have a team i think it was like I vice think, vice would have a team known like to folk yeah one year we lost the first two. To who? I don't even know. Anyone? <laughs> we lost the first two and I snuck I snuck off and I had like a whole hill country meal in the middle of the <laughs> tournament. Like Glizzies or no? Glizzies, I, briskets, beans. I would, I would like, think oh, that you'd like, be the guy who would like say no eating until it's over. You think he's a militant coach? Type? No. no, 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 no. Joe's the one that gets like a little too aggressive on like one play and someone gets a little angry at you over. Probably. It. Probably back then, yes, but make I had like a, a whole little, heart, little heart of like a tackle on someone. Who uh, wasn't maybe really you put your shoulder it. into a little bit more than usual. But like a, like a you probably cleated someone. No, I wasn't a dirty player. <laughs> he was out there was like Sean dirt, Paul, not a dirty. I feel, like you would be, I feel like you would be a dirty <laughs> player. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to go see. All we have to, Joe, if we want the proof, we can go spectate Wealthy's game. Yeah, I just got like I randomly. This, uh, so this is uh, gonna be old or whatever, but. This was like this. It was like the second week in a row. My friend uh, Tony had invited me, and it's just yeah. like this, like Armenian group of guys that like do five on five. And yeah. it's just. Can I ask you? Is it an all Armenian league or just the team? Is it's Armenian? not a league. It's nothing I'm official. Sorry. It's like you just rent out the field for like an hour. Yeah. At nine o'clock on a Thursday. Okay. And but then, is everybody who plays in these games Armenian or just your team? No, it was well, just yeah. It's just all. It's like ten guys, and it's just like you just make the sides gotcha. five and five. Gotcha. 
2022 Fanatic Summer. I'm just putting it out there. Complex has a team. Maybe Mischief has a team, and we go head to head. How would you? Would you play? Oh yeah. Listen, this was this is what I was thinking. Is there any way we can capture that content and release it on some type of like paid? Because before this, Him? you were talking about starting Only up fans? an OnlyFans. What was that, Wealthy? What did we go Patreon for the <laughs> no, soccer club? <laughs> Tell me the Patreon Only fans. for the Armenian soccer. No, club? no, no. I was I was saying I didn't know that you can. There's like an OnlyFans modeled uh, version of Instagram where you can have like subscription based content. Look, we might have to tap into that because I'm 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 Would sick you do of giving this stuff away for free. I don't know. What do you think I could put on there? Uh, like what what type of content do you think people would pay for from Brendan Dunn? You, I, I mean, I don't know how this if stuff, any. I don't know how this stuff works, right? So Free imagine it. it's like yeah. the sort of thing where like copy editing. You're just no, but you're just <laughs> doing Smith? like something. Yes, <laughs> me reading the dictionary. You just no, but you're just doing like your <laughs> IG story sort of stuff or whatever, yeah. or like sneakery sort of stuff. But it, in the back of my head, I'm like, that's the sort of stuff you'd probably just put on your account. For you free. know what I thought of? Anyways, yeah. I thought of doing a daily wear IG story. And people are paying for that? No, I just thought of doing it. I know it's so not me, but I thought of like every day what, because like, it still that still gets the most engagement. I feel like sneakers sneakers are one of those things that get the most. When you do that every day, or you do it multiple times, when I do times, it, yeah, sneakers get the most. Start charging. Sneakers or start doing that. Sometimes food stuff does okay. It yeah, he's got a lot of food stuff on there, yeah. but. Yeah, sneakers. I feel like usually gets the highest engagement. On I may Instagram. start doing that. That's what, yeah, that's Although I wear the want. same sneakers. By the way, <laughs> speaking of, sorry. Do you remember Wealthy the other day in the comments when that guy called me a Tomosexual? Oh yeah. Instagram comment. Tom Sachs guy. Yeah. Yeah. The He's Tom Sachs guy. Tomosexual. Tomosexual. Commenters are witty, man. Oh, we we got to give it to him. Um, you know what else we got to give? We got to give away. I, I feel, that was a decent segue, right? Mm, great. Okay. Eighteen minutes you. flew by. Okay. Sounded like. Felt like six minutes. <laughs> Voice is going to pay for it later, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, we are giving away this week, as we always do, a free pair of sneakers here on the Complex Sneakers Podcast. We are doing it with our friends at eBay, eBay Sneakers. If you go to ebay.complex.com, you can submit a question to ask us on the air. If we pick your question, if we answer your question here on the air, we are going to send you a free pair of sneakers. And we have a very fitting pair of sneakers. Are they sneakers? Shoes. Shoes. Footwear, yeah. Some shoes. footwear this week. I'm going to pull these out, and like I said, it's a it's a shoe very fitting for our guest. But one one caveat is we'll, we'll get you the proper box when we give these away. Yeah, so this replacement is... box? <laughs> no, the, the real deal box. We have a shoe here. Box boys. Again, what's up? Box boys. Box boys. <laughs> Look at this. Wow. Game changer in wow. footwear form. Salehi Benberry Crocs? Crocs? Cucumber. Crocs. Cucumber <laughs> colorway. Pollux. Pollux. We're... we're Joe's the one lost his voice, and you and I are both <laughs> slipping and sliding lost all over words, the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are giving these away to Tyler Small yes. from Fountain Valley, California. Tyler asks, do you have a favorite knockoff sneaker? That's a, that's a funny thing for us to talk about after the Mischief episode. <laughs> what, a, what a rich history, Mischief, from a few weeks back. Um, so, Tyler, you are getting these. Perfect so for the summer. Perfect for vacation. Right. No socks, right? No socks. Wealthy, you're... Um, you doing socks on these? It depends on the what the situation is. Okay, beach obviously. Beach, no socks, but like Saturday. Saturday with the boys. Might throw the socks on. Go eat some tacos with some socks on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Dad socks? Maybe an olive green dad socks hookup? How incredibly fitting would that yep. be? Tyler, you're getting a pair of these. We are answering your question. You asked, do you have a favorite knockoff sneaker? I got one. Wavy babies. 
No, not the wavy babies. <laughs> not those. Joe. Oh, Joe. What's your favorite knockoff? Bathing sticker? Ape, Bapesta, Cause, Man. Chomper, Brown and Pink. Brown and Pink? 2006. Did you own them? Sorry. No, can't find them anywhere. eBay, there's no sizes. But That's one of those elusive shoes, right? That old Bape stuff is hard to find, Do man. you think those would stand up? Like, yeah. not fall apart? I need to find those. They might those. flake. Yeah, they might crease up on you and, and That's peel true. a little bit. Uh, yeah. Our guy, Piss Child Athletics, might be able to get them for you. Okay, black, yeah. pink, and brown, size 11 Put if you the have them. Put the and I do mean P. So that's a piss child. Sorry. <laughs> Push and piss child. Uh, <laughs> size 11, 2006, a bathing ape, babes still low, the cause chomper edition. That would be mine. Dude, I wanted babes so bad back then. I just really wanted the Silver Surfer babes. Mm. Dude, that all the, the comic one. book stuff, the polka dot ones. Or it's. Uh, There's so many. The whole MySpace era. Jesus Christ. Welty, what's your, what's your favorite knockoff sneaker? Uh, I would say my favorite knockoff shoe is... Shoe, okay. Or sneaker is the consolidated. Oh, B drunk SB. Good one. BS drunk. BS drunk. Yeah, Good yeah, one. yeah. Which and it's funny because so I think I don't want to. I don't think everything needs a qualifier. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh, has seen the. I'm guessing if you're watching this, you've seen the mischief episode. Yeah. Where I, the reason why I like the consolidated one is because there's like an actual history behind why that shoe was mm -hmm. created. I believe it's, and I'm probably gonna butcher this, but it's Todd. Bratchard? Yes. Sorry, I didn't know. How, I was yeah, going to yeah. mix up the, the A's and the, A's and the R's in the last name on that one. Worked for Consolidated, mm -hmm. core skate brand. This is at the peak when Nike SB first came out. Mm -hmm. People were mad about um, SB getting into the 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 whole sneaker right. game. Felt like they were jocks co-opting a space to belong to. The yeah, outsiders, and I think the, the skaters. You know, and there was like a history of like. Chet Childress, I think, who skated for Consolidated, had signed to Nike, mm -hmm. and then Todd was supposed to design a, a Consolidated-themed shoe, which yes. was the Send Helps. Yeah, right. Send Helps. Send Helps, and then he thought Consolidated would have been cool with it. They weren't cool with it, so they end up making a pair of dunks basically as a FU yeah. to Nike. I think there was the Don't Do It, uh, ad campaign that they yep. had along with that. I know you had written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About I talked to the people from Consolidated about it. Uh, maybe end of 2020, the guy Birdo. I think Consolidated just shut down. Actually, yeah. it's, it's so no they they did the same send help colorway. Yeah, but they put a banana on the side. Also, remember the ad of the kid puking with them on? Yeah. Oh, it, it, I, I yeah. I'm, I'm glad. And, and they did it with the intentions of not even getting sued, but just as like obviously Nike would send them a cease right. and desist or something like that. But it was. Made as a middle finger to the brand, not so much as like a sneaker brand like Mischief trying to see what they can get away mm -hmm. with for internet likes. You yeah, know? so this is interesting. I'm, I'm glad to hear that from you. Of there is, it's not the entire category that you dislike. You just dislike the message attached to certain ones. And yeah, if the messages can yeah, 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 sure. That's it, yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, I like stuff like that. I mean, babes are babes were. I, I don't want to say huge for me because that makes it sound like I owned a lot of pairs. I never owned a, yeah. a pair of Bapes back in their heyday. Um, I do like, though, also some of the weirdo Reebok adjacent, like the the Mac, you know, the Good Apple ones. sneakers, Good ones. you know, with with their logos on them that yep. look like some Reeboks from back then. Uh, uh, the, like the late 80s glove leather type of joints. I wanted those really bad for a period, but now th there are so many collectors who want that same shoe. I know shoe someone and, who uh, has the Apple shoes. Really? Yes. Is it? Hmm. It, I don't I want to say. Guess. 
you could you could guess, but I don't want to give it away because yeah. we're gonna film content with with that person. I think I yeah. You know who it yeah, is. Yeah, copy. Um, sorry to be sorry to be obscure, but yeah. a video is gonna come out eventually. Collections crazy. They have the Apple shoes, the original ones. Yeah. Yeah, I I need a pair of those, but don't think I'm getting. Actually, I remember talking to Brian Procell about them years ago and being like, "Hey man, if you ever track those down, he's like, yeah, I'll let you know for sure." But since then, like that, I think that whole kind of genre of, of shoe has has become a lot more. I'm surprised coveted. that you uh, left something out. What, what I know, Hender schemes. Oh, oh, okay, fair I enough. We yeah. a br I thought maybe Ari, our guy. Oh yeah, I mean Ari Mentals are are right. yeah. that's a Solomon. that's an incredible shoe. Yeah, I mean Hender scheme is a good a good reference point here, wealthy, because Hender scheme is one I've. Yeah, actually I do think owned. Ari Mentals deserve to be in in that conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. He was very excited recently too about the government shutting down menthol cigarettes. I saw that on his IG. Yeah, story. I mean, shout to one. Ari. Go, go listen to that episode. That's in the catalog, baby. Yeah, we got some catalog. And listen, <laughs> today's today's episode's going to be a feather in the catalog. <laughs> today's uh, listen. Today's episode yes. is another one that's going to be a standout in the yep. in the catalog. All right, let's do it. So, Tyler, these are coming to you, eBay sneakers, as you know. Enjoy those. Let's bring our guest on. Yep. Yes. Our guest on today's podcast has established himself as one of the top designers in footwear over the past several years. Twitter trends may know him from the latest releases, but he's created standout silhouettes for a multitude of brands ranging from Versace, Yeezy, Greats, Kohan, and more. He currently holds the title of the founder and creative director of Sponge, his own line that offers clothing that helps hook up to his insanely hyped collaborations, most notably his New Balance and Crocs work. While new fans may think the journey just started recently, his design resume dates back over a decade. Whether you're seeing his footwear in every NBA tunnel, on Runyon Canyon, or in the vacation rotation of your favorite celebrity, one thing is clear, he's just getting started. We've been waiting on this one for a while. Please welcome to the Complex Sneakers Podcast, Salehi Bembury. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. How's How it going? You, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm back in my uh, hometown of New York City. Yep. We've been talking about me coming on this podcast for a while now. Did the kids trip seal it? <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, Sometimes wow. you gotta scale some mountains with uh, we, listen, some radio talents. Were, you, were you in awe of his calves while he was hiking the trails? <laughs> I, I actually got some B-roll footage of his calves, but wow. I, I didn't think I knew him that well to post it. Yeah, Exclusive yeah. footage? Yeah, we can yeah. put that on the, the Instagram only thing right we were talking mm -hmm. about. I'll, put the, I'll sign that release. <laughs> listen, if, if Salehi Benberry is impressed with how you hike, then that's a big... Really? That's a big accolade because this man is mm -hmm. the, the yes. hike king of hiking. Yeah. Yes, he is, and he's he's hiked with a lot more famous people than than me. <laughs> you right? Got, you guys have a uh, hiking with rappers though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah true. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. But we listen. Didn't they? They reached out to you. I right? think they did, but I got a lot of DMs when that show came out because they were like, "Yo, Complex took your thing." Oh. And I was like, oh. So he said oh. that, and I was like. We we didn't, but also I love. <laughs> no, we didn't, but I also love that. I also love that they reached out to him, which yes, would have been yes, smart. Yes. There was a acknowledgement. Yes, mm -hmm. there was a meme that I saw today that kind of went off where it was uh, the it was like one of those fake news articles mm. where it was uh, specialty running stores are um, surprised that they sold out of all of their product to hipsters who can't hike. Mm. <laughs> and it was like Solomon shoes, you know. Um, Those good for hiking, though. Yeah, these are actual yeah, performance definitely. shoes. Okay, definitely. but it's just funny that that's like the height of the the trend right now. But. Well, it's interesting because it kind of exists on a spectrum. Like you have those like new people that maybe they did it once when they were kids, and they're they're trying to like experiment with it now. And then you have the real hiking, camping people, camping yeah. community. The thing, the game changer, which you said is like 
when you started hiking, yeah. you were doing hikes and like you were getting in shape, but the game changer was Oh, the weighted vest. How yeah. many pounds? Well, so it has like five pound weights where you can put like Oh, the ones you can slide in. You can and slide out them in. So I started at thirty pounds. That's really heavy. It was it was yes it's it like, was. Wait, too, it was too heavy. Yeah. Almost. Started at thirty. Got used to that. Went to forty. Got used to that. Oh, and then wow. went to fifty. Fifty pounds, he yeah. said. Wait, yeah. on a vest? Oh, wasn't like a Goruck situation. Yeah, I, just, I got it on Amazon, but it was during the pandemic. So I mean, it, it wasn't like, like a back. It wasn't one of like the rucksacks. Oh no, full like, like the vest, like yeah. a vest. And oh, then you can a, like. It's one that a former Nike guy designed. Have you guys seen that one? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Jacques Slade had it. It's 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 like those are really light, all the like though. black beads on it. Oh really? Yeah, those are really light. I thought it'd be great if there was a weighted vest where it was full of water, because then you could like you could drain the water out when you're going down. Because when I'm going downhill, you have the weighted vest on, your shoulders start to hurt. It's just a lot. It's heavy. I have one of those, like the one, like the weighted vests, but it looks like the, like the military, like tactical ones. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, it's like people walk, even walking around, people think you have like a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> they're intense. They look like yeah. all kinds of shit. They're like, they're like, like, you're like, you like, you're like, I'm really just trying, yeah. you're like, I'm really just trying to get a workout in, you know? But people are like, why do you have an army green, like bulletproof vest <laughs> on in the streets? He told me 50 pounds. So I was like, what? Crazy. That's like a Goku in Dragon Ball, right? I don't know. I don't it get is. the reference. It is. <laughs> yeah. okay. that's He's the magic card guy. Uh, He's the Goku guy. Yeah. Like, uh, weighted. You know, we've seen you hiking a lot. Do you treat that like wear testing for your shoes? Like, do you really, like, if you have a sneaker that you design that mm -hmm. hasn't come out yet, are you actually looking at it after you go on a, on a journey like that and being like, oh, how did it how did it wear down and stuff? Absolutely. Because, I mean, before it was about uh, finding a hiking shoe that just catered to me, but now I'm, like, making hiking shoes for myself. I think that's the, the uh, beauty of doing these collaborations because I'm kind of, I'm I'm the consumer. Yeah. At all these brands I used to work for, there was always like a, we'd figure out who the consumer was, how much money they made, what their job was, and um, we'd even give them like a name. And now it's interesting to like create things for me, but then I have an audience of people that uh, re it resonates with as well. Does it not worry you, but you know, kind of like the whole, not the whole industry, but like we're joking before that you know it's a trend now. So there's all of this sort of outdoor theme product or a lot of outdoor brands are dipping in their toes into the hype space. So when you come up with ideas, does it make you kind of like think extra hard upon it because you know that other people are going to be not similar to what you're mm -hmm. doing, but also kind of, you know, working in the same lane? Initially, it was uh, a little frustrating because I just, you know, I moved to California, coincidentally discovered nature and hiking, and then it organically got injected into my work. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, it became like the trend. Yeah. So I was like, damn it, like I found this thing. And now everyone else is on <laughs> it as well. Else hopped on it. So I'm kind of waiting for everyone to leave so I can stay here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think there's a level of, you know, there's there's two schools of thought when it comes to the outdoors. There's like the aesthetic and the visual of the color palette and um, all the little like icons and the, util the utilitarian visual. But then there's actual like functionality. Mm, and like yeah. you were talking about with like traction mm -hmm. or uh, maybe in the case of the yurt, like the whistle and actually having like tools that work for the outdoors. Um, I think that kind of changes it, like innovative thought. Welty mentioned dipping your toes in. Can we talk about your toes right now? Can we talk about these shoes you have on? So these are a pair of New Balance that uh, customized by the name of Rifari designed. Okay. And they are tabbied out. He puts like veg tan leather around the perimeter, a little on the bottom. And I think they're amazing. I think, you know, right now they're customs, but hopefully they become available for the public soon. Fire. Yeah. Very Ninja Turtle. Dude, how did you convince New Balance to put a whistle on a shoe? Oh, so um, that's <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I had a pair of 574s, and I cut a hole in them. Yeah. And then I got a whistle from Amazon, hot glued it in, went to the meeting with uh, 
James and Joe and Kevin yeah. mm -hmm. and Brian and Nikki was still there. And I basically told this whole story of like, okay, so imagine you're hiking with your friends. It's almost dusk. You see some deer. So you stop to take a photo. And then you look up, your friends are gone. It's about to be dark. Dude, I love this. I'm, I feel like I'm on the journey with you right now. <laughs> yeah. Look, even your tone of voice. Like, sold. Sold. <laughs> yeah, Put yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah, no, yeah. But sorry. Keep going. I, you know, I was like, it's about to be dark. You look up, your friends are gone. And then you freak out because it's about to be dark. You don't know where the tent, the campground is. And then I pulled the shoe from the ground and I blew it. And it, like you saw all of the, just all of their brains Fire. just start, yeah. like their jaws dropped and they were just like, and they all, they all like got it immediately. Yeah. It was, an, it was a, ni a nice moment. Ne Khaled needed that for the jet ski. Remember, he got lost at sea oh, and got yeah, dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. really, and when hiking with him, I feel like I have like an extra tool. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like it's, have you uh, seen anyone smoke weed out of the whistle? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you think about how the internet was? It was. It was. Uh, sorry to cut you off. It yeah. was uh, Action Bronson. Oh. Yeah, but we we, we didn't record it though. Oh. Did you? know that it was going to become like internet memeable where like you used it obviously for function but like the perfect built-in internet thing well that i i was more so surprised uh how much kids loved it because mm -hmm. i don't design kids i haven't really designed kids shoes uh, maybe sort of like pay less so to get so many videos of kids just like blowing it and giggling it that's where the whole like universal communication thing yeah. was coined because it really felt like something that everyone could both like ha get joy from, but also use in a, a period of like danger. Was it hard for New Balance to make those? Because I think one of the things that's impressive about your work, you've done some collaborations where it's the colorway thing, mm -hmm. right? And that, like a lot of people, and that's kind of the standard model or has been for collaborations, you get to do a colorway. And that's special, and a lot of special shoes have come out because of that. But a lot of your work, whether it's the Croc stuff or the New Balance stuff, you actually got to redo a shoe. Mm -hmm. How hard is that to convince them? And, and like I said, with the whistle specifically at New Balance, yeah. did you have to sell them on that? So uh, I think after doing like the chain reaction and mm -hmm. even Anta, now brands are almost like looking for me to create from scratch because I have a little bit of a, a resume and a reputation mm -hmm. from, you know, creating uh, new shapes. Right. Um, in the case of the New Balance, I was a big or am a big fan of uh, the, what is it, what is it called? The, uh, the Vomero, Vomero, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the cold wall shoe. Yeah, yeah with the yeah. big with the heel thing on, on the back. back. Yeah, with yeah. the thing on the back. And I would always wear those. I have like, I think like two pairs. I would wear those and people would always be like, what's that do? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So you wanted to make something that was functional that could actually give Ex them an answer exactly. to it. Exactly. And I love those shoes and not taking anything away from those shoes, yeah. but that kind of fascinated me that people were like, what's that thing do? Does it light up? Like, what's it do? And then I said nothing, and then they were like, okay, cool. And they accepted it. And I was like, wow, like, imagine if that could do something. So, like, the first part of that is like, oh, it could, like, light up. You put electronics in it, but then you have yourself a $1,000 shoe. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking of, like, how I could actually just, like, manipulate the form, the plastic mm -hmm. to, to function in some way. And the whist a whistle was, like, kind of the first thing I thought of. You get too short a pair? You know, no, but actually, re I, I, I recently met him. I recently met wow. him. We didn't, we didn't talk about whistles, though. <laughs> okay. You're, like, telling the same thing. Too short. We're in the woods, okay? <laughs> One thing that we were talking about that I, like, really applaud is that, you know, your background comes from Payless and, and a bunch Kohan you have on your resume. But what's really, really impressive to me is that to make a silhouette like the Chain Reaction and the Anta shoe mm. – we see so many silhouettes on the day-to-day -day basis that don't break through. And to have a Versace sneaker breakthrough, obviously Versace, amazing brand, but a sneaker to move that many units. And then the Anta, the Anta I know, and you still hike in those. Mm -hmm. Is that like still your go-to kind yeah, the, of? Yeah, the traction on those is insane. Yeah, it's a great hiking shoe. But even in the Complex Land chat when we dropped those, mm -hmm. it was crazy. So mm -hmm. like what I'm saying is like to have 
two breakout silhouettes from brands that, not that they're not proven, but like really stand out amongst the big guys. How validating was that for you? Extremely. I think, you know, us growing up, it was all about shoes with swooshes or three stripes or ends on them, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and now I think there's a consumer that really cares about design lines and storytelling. Um, so it's still a, a hard task to take on, but uh, there's a really like hungry consumer that wants just like really, for lack of a better term, just cool shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the most exciting opportunity is taking, getting the opportunity to take brand DNA and then merge it with like your design sensibilities and create products. So I think the the Pollux, the Croc, is probably the best example of that because you know my brand identity is the fingerprint. Um, we identified like three brand elements with Crocs, which was I think um, like the silhouette of the toe, the strap, and maybe it was like the perforation in the toe. I forget what it was, but it was really about maintaining those that brand ethos, that brand DNA, mm -hmm. and uh, and just making something new and fun for a consumer, a new consumer to uh, be introduced to it, and then an old consumer to, you know. Were you surprised at how much that shoe just like took off? Because it was like the first like week or weekend that shoe came out. Mm. The, you know, croc? like, croc, the Crocs had been like, Crocs had been a thing like kind of over the pandemic, you know, and even a little before that you had like Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Crocs it was a bunch, and, bad but not bunny. like. Yes. But but then all of a sudden, your shoes like reselling for like eight nine hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So many people who work at Complex were just like posting that they didn't get the the Crocs. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Number one, like number one Twitter trend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so many people. A lot of time on, when I've created shoes, I've always kind of you look at it and you've been staring at it for so long that you're not really sure if it's cool or if it's mm. not, and you kind of have to wait to like it to be uh, absorbed by the, the yeah. audience to really like know. Like a sponge. There he goes. There he goes. Um, <laughs> yep. But you know, with with uh, with the Croc though, we 3D printed it, so I held it, and I remember like giggling, like I knew, because I'm I've been a, a forward consumer, you know, just as yeah. long as you guys. So like, yeah. you know, there's some shoes you just stare at and you know immediately. Um, so I held that, and I and I I kind of like got excited for what was to come. When you hit like publish, when you hit like publish, and it goes, what is what is your psyche? Well, so. I probably shouldn't admit this, but I sometimes will do things without approval. So I wasn't supposed to post the first photo. Okay. So I just got a bunch of texts from Crocs like, you posted it, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then like the, the feedback was so insanely positive and like nothing they'd ever seen before. So they were, they went from like confused to extremely happy. Do, do you like have to sell Crocs in on this thing? Because you know, you've talked about your work with Versace a lot before and basically mm -hmm. Versace wasn't in the sneaker space in a significant way before you came there and you came up with this plan and, and and met with them and said, you can be in a sneaker space like this. What was that conversation like with Crocs? Was it a similar thing of like, look, I can do this for you. This is something different for Crocs. So um, we started discussing a collaboration mm -hmm. and then I didn't really want to work on just the regular Croc. I wanted to like, you know, with the history of creating new shapes and designing new uh, silhouettes, I was like, can I like work on this? And I sent him a picture of what I didn't know was a kid's Croc. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, this is actually like a kid's crack, but we love how you're like rethinking the form. Mm -hmm. And they were like, do you want to actually just like do something from scratch? And I was like, yes. So um, very similar to the chain reaction exercise, I just really thought about like the most significant brand elements of uh, the original crack and yeah. how I could like maintain those things. I remember I shaved down the toe significantly because I think on the original crack, it just, it comes up a lot. It's a little, it's like kind of like, it's a, a little bit more illustrated, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then I was just trying to think about uh, the consumer and then like from a, from a color palette standpoint of like, what are they going to wear? And, um, you know, being aware of the existing competitors in the space and 
making sure that there's you know no aligning and yeah things like that. Can, I gotta ask you. So uh, recently, it's come up that the white pair. Yeah. Of it's like the friends and family one. Apparently, the story that I've been told through the grapevine is that somehow it was supposed to be the white pair supposed to be the friends and family. Mm -hmm. Somehow they got like stolen out of the factory or mm. something like that. And they were being resold all over like Discord groups, uh -huh. you know? And it was supposed to be your friends and family shoe, but yeah. all of a sudden it was like, it just popped up on Instagram where it's like, uh, you know, buy 400 pairs of the Slahey Benberry friends and family Crocs. And <laughs> this I'm like, is his friend thing. Yeah. 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 And I'm talking to people and they're like, they're like, no, they're like, don't worry, Slahey has like nothing to do with this. Was all like something happened behind the scenes at like a Croc factory and mm -hmm. everything got out. Did you know about that or? So I've been tagged in like fakes, a bunch of pictures of fakes. Mm -hmm. I've been tagged in people selling like full size runs of the shoes. My, I have no, I've, I've seen people with the friends and family, and I have no idea how they got them. Yeah. My speculation is that it's like it would be really hard to fake any of these shoes, but sure. a Croc is ultimately once you have the Croc, you can create a, a mold from that Croc. Yeah. And then in, once you nail the color, you've inject. I don't want to like give like a lesson for how to <laughs> yeah, fake right, a Croc right, right now, right, but like sure. you know, but I would imagine that it's a, a whole lot easier than faking a sneaker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what ha what's happened. Because within like maybe the last week, I've seen like white pairs pop up from just random people all around, all around the world. I feel like there's an operation in play. Mm. I've definitely had some conversations with, with Crocs legal, so they're they're on the job. But <laughs> so watch out, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I, but beyond that, yeah. no, because I just saw it. I'm like, that's crazy. You know mm. that like, and I was even thinking like, how if they're a friends and family shoe, how do you have random reseller how do you have 500 pairs i'm assuming there's not 500 pairs of a friends and family shoe i recently yeah. hit this guy up from uh he had like the urchin pair and i was actually curious i was like and I, I don't normally like but it's it's been happening and i was like how do you have those and he was like oh i actually write for essence so he was actually legit mm. but and, and crocs is <laughs> okay crocs is a massive company so yeah. like i'm i have to you know i guess uh be comfortable with the fact that i'm not gonna be aware of like every seating mm. sure but I repeat, there's for sure like operations happening out there. Like, do you pay attention to resell stuff a lot? Like, do you go and check how much your sneakers are selling definitely, for on eBay? Definitely, yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't matter to me too much, but it's it's interesting insight to mm -hmm. it's almost like a, a a hub for focus group information. Yeah, of like what your consumer is buying, what they like, even from a color palette standpoint of you know what they don't like and what they do like. I think yeah. it's it's education really. Do you use that as kind of like, I don't want to say bargaining, but like with brands when you do these projects and I don't know how many like how these things work where like maybe you sign on for like four shoes or something like mm -hmm. that or you get to do one shoe and then, you know, it's kind of like a play it by ear mm -hmm. situation. Will you take, you know, that the shoe sold out within five minutes and now they're reselling for $700. Will you present that to the brand as a reason why you should do another shoe or? You present data, but I think that data is more about like impressions and maybe how quickly the shoe sold out or how many visits there were to the site or stuff like that. I don't think brands care too, too much about resale. That's almost like more clout related than anything. I think Crocs saw the trending topic and was like, uh, if we <laughs> had a rookie contract, <laughs> we had to re-up quickly, right? Yeah. Can I ask, you know, I understand if you don't want to answer, but like, the the relationship you have with Crocs, do they pay you like a royalty per pair or something mm. like that, or is it a design fee? Can you talk about that stuff? Yeah, how do I answer that publicly? I don't know what, what kind of answer I should give for that. Yeah, I get royalties. Yeah, yeah, because I I just think it's such an interesting thing for footwear designers where, you know, the majority of them who work for big brands, the one I think about a lot is like Dylan Roche, who made the Roshi run for Nike. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and like, you know, obviously he signed an employment contract that pays him a certain amount, and he's 
you know, compensated handsomely by Nike and has stock options. But I just think about, you know, if you consider a footwear designer an artist, and but the things they make and the big footwear brands produce, they're not getting a royalty generally on every shoe, you know, which is such an interesting model. I think the, model. Bi- the business is uh, evolving some because, you know, the reason that Kanye left Nike was because they wouldn't give him royalties. Right. Mm-hmm. And now me being like, you know, not nearly close to where he was or is in the space and I am getting royalties, I think that shows that it's progressed. Like, what a huge shift. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. But I, that, I always, like, go back and forth with that, right? Because it's like, if you're getting compensated to some degree, you know, not saying you should be happy and take it, but it's like, say, for example, like, you write a story, right, mm-hmm. for Complex, and you're getting paid your yearly salary, but that one story goes mega viral mm-hmm. and does a million visits. Like, should you get compensated more because of that? I don't know. I, I think maybe the story's not a right analogy no i know like, what you mean but it's yeah, I, I, I know it's more complex I, that's what <laughs> i know what you're saying but it's still the, be, the product that's being monetized or something. if something yeah. makes a lot of money yeah i know i just feel like it's different too because and this is kind of a different conversation but the people who work at footwear brands and you don't have to exist in the system right now and i love that like they don't get to necessarily take credit like every story i write i have a byline on it like you might not know who designed yeah. whatever yeah, nike right. shoe and they you yeah. know 20 people worked in that shoe, but you only get, like, the name, you know, Jason Petrie. What about the developer and yeah. the colored people? But I, I made a point um, to kind of, like, participate in that. So when I was a part of projects, sometimes against what the brand I was working for wanted me to do, I would, like, get that press, right? Like, I, a lot of people found out about me through being a part of the Chain Reaction project, right? Mm-hmm. I did not design that shoe. I was on the three-man design team. Jeff Henderson designed that shoe. Legend. But, legend right and taught me a lot taught me most of what i know in footwear um but because i capitalized on being a part of that project did a sketch page it got posted on hypebeast blah 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 blah, that made me a little bit more known in the space and that was just like a little you know so have I brands think ever been mad at you for 100 percent. yeah but really? i'm not sorry at all because like i'm really happy with where my career is now that goes exactly to your point like you need the credit. Like exactly people don't get to credit, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's your first. It's your first page of Google. Like you know, people are going to Google you, and you want to make sure to load that up with. When that moments. shoe first came out, it came out with two chains, right? The the chain reaction. So it first it was first created, and then it was about kind of like creating a marketing momentum for it, right? Okay. Injecting into the culture, creating marketing momentum, and creating moments. So I got Donatella to give me 100 pairs of the Chain Reaction, and then I was personally seeding them to different people around LA and people that I got connected with, rappers, what have you. And then I got put in touch with 2 Chains. I showed him the shoe. He loved it because it was made of 2 Chains. So mm. it, just, it was just like instant <laughs> There we go. Right? Synergy. Really, that yeah. works. Check, checks the... Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then we just like vibed, and I told him that we wanted to make some shoes inspired by him, so we did like a Chain Reaction boot that was, you know, his whole... Uh, inspiration and uh yeah he just kind of came out to milan and experienced that whole thing with me it was it was a good good friend and partnership you i was even telling them today i knew you were flying to new york yesterday it seems like you get off the flight you go right not that i'm clocking you but like you go right to action bronson studio Mm. you are like a master networker and also is it like even setting this up, you answer your own emails. Like no manager, no agent. No, no manager, no assistant. I'm a one man team. Uh, I hang my hat on that. But at the same time, I think. It's, How do you <laughs> yeah, do it? It's I, I don't know if it's the most uh, scalable thing, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the industrial design background helps. So, you know, whereas 
another creative might need someone to handle their like typography work or like the packaging design. I'm like doing all that. Like, so I did all the New Balance boxes and I just like to play with all those different things. But like your own schedule, you're, you're controlling everything like that. Yeah, pretty much. Do you answer Instagram comments on your not really, but I, I see a yeah. lot. I see a lot of them. I mean, I don't even have. I actually just met with like potential PR, but I don't have PR, and sometimes that hurts me because I did want to say it was like GQ, and I was complaining about the fact that I hate that people DM me telling me it's their birthday. So can they have a pair of shoes? <laughs> so so in, so in the interview. I uh, I said no one cares that it's your birthday, mm. <laughs> but with the whole story in context yeah, attached. Yeah. But then in parentheses for the interview they put no one cares that it's your birthday, Salehi. And <laughs> that so, was the whole quote. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> that was the quote. So I think it would it would be cool to have like or it, you know beneficial to have PR to maybe like yeah you know do, do people hit you up a lot with like customer service inquiries like oh the shoe release didn't go how I wanted mm -hmm. and like do you feel any responsibility to be like oh how can we make this equitable how can we make this fair. I mean, Sponge has customer service, yeah. but I kind of grew up in, you know, the gnome de guerre, like mm. clientele, a life, you know, period of product where it was, uh, things were obscure. Yeah. And oh, I thought you were going to say, talking about customer service, where they just told you to kick rocks the second you walk into the I store. Didn't want, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to put it like that. I didn't want to say that, but at the same time, like me being a one-man team, like I'm definitely focused on like creating like good product. Mm -hmm. And uh, I absolutely have customer service and I care about my consumer because if yeah. I don't, they're going to walk away from me. But uh I definitely am kind of regurgitating a certain culture that I grew up in, in in downtown New York of of like it's like the liquor no I don't want to say it's the liquor store mentality but it's just it's just more like I want to create good things that a, a specific person understands and I almost only want to talk to them yeah and uh, I say that from a place a place of privilege I may have to get to a place where I have to speak to more people but right now I have like a community but yeah. you know you mentioned like the outdoors and you know your con connections to New York City where you know just majority of people who are into sneakers come from urban environments or live in major cities. Is it your intentions at all to try and introduce them to like a lifestyle or something with the outdoors and kind of get them literally out of their environment? I want to live in both worlds. It's kind of like uh, the Air Max 95, that was designed for runners. Yeah. But it's probably hasn't seen a track in like, yeah, in years, you know, yeah. so what I mean, I, I think it's cool to like design for function, but then it also looks good so that it can be worn on the street because there are so many amazing hiking shoes that you would never wear on the street. Right. So yeah. I think it's about like, it's kind of like what the Lunar Grant accomplished. Right. So it was uh, another shoe you worked on. Yeah. another yeah. Shoe I worked, uh, a, It was a formal footwear, but then at the same time it was functional. You could like run it and, and be active in it. And so when you can kind of like solve for both lifestyles, I think that's an opportunity. That's one of the shoes I've actually, the, the previous shoe that I had spent the most money on was a Hiroshi Fujiwara. Did I tell you guys the story? <laughs> yeah, I think no. you did and you kind of regretted it. Or you, you've told this like maybe yeah, so, not on the I show. Mean, I, real quick, I they had them at the Kohan store in Soho and I wanted them really bad. And I called the Kohan store and I was like, can you set them aside for me? And they were like, yeah, sure, they're, they're $300. And I was like... It was like uh, a black and pink pair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fire. Okay. Black, cool. pink, I still, I still have them. I should have worn them today. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a sign of respect. But I, I was like, okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna buy them. And then I forgot about it. And then I think like a year later, eight months later, they called me and they said, "Hey, we, we have your, we have your shoes for you." And I was like, um, "Nah, you know what? I'm okay." <laughs> but, but they were like, "They're paid for." Uh huh. And I was like, "What?" 
And they're like, yeah, you paid for them. And I was, and in my head, I was like, I definitely didn't pay for these. So I went and I got the Lunar Grounds. Oh, nice. Because I, like, I was like, I got these free $300 shoes. I looked back at my credit card. I definitely paid for them. and <laughs> yeah. just forgot. <laughs> Good pair, though. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That colorway is... Warm to a couple weddings for sure. Mm-hmm. You mentioned two chains and kind of like that cosine of the shoe having a great impact. Um, working with Kanye, obviously, you've, you've told the story many times how like you, you got in with like Yeezy. But like, what is one thing that you learned from him that you... I'm sure you learned a ton, but like, is there one thing that really stuck out watching him and working with him that you took with you? Um, so I, I actually recently saw this in an interview that's probably gonna air at the same time, so it'll sound redundant, but um, when whenever there was something that, like it wasn't possible to get it done, yeah, I'd come to him and I'd be like, yo, we can't do this, man. And then he would look at me and be like, figure it out. And at the time, I'd be like, whoa, yeah. whoa, right? <laughs> yeah. but a lot of the time we'd figure it out figure it out and that kind of taught me that there's I don't want to say there's always a solution but a lot of the time people think look at obstacles as like walls and it's really about figuring out where that void is or where that like that insight is Mm -hmm. so I think that's just inspired how I approach design now where um you know even with working with these brands I love when they tell me no because then I get to like explain to them why it's yes yeah you know and working with him I'm not sure if you worked with him when he like cross the billionaire mark but like seeing that up front we like the sky is the absolute limit mm-hmm. we we all even us like from afar yeah. we see what's going on but being right in that kind of circle where you're like this is different than anything i've ever experienced yeah well i, I don't think you you have those realizations and until it's it's past like in retrospect mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. even for versace i was just like Going to work. Yeah, going to work mile a minute and didn't really understand what I was a part of. But now, like, looking back and seeing me sitting next to Donatella and just looking at those, like, moments that I I was a part of, it felt like almost being a part of history. It makes you really, like, kind of say, like, wow. But in the moment, you don't. Even Mm. even my career, like, right now, I just feel like I'm just, like, talking to you guys. But I think I'll even look back on this and be like, wow, like, I was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Given the Yeezy connection and the New Balance connection, do you, like, cross paths with Steven Smith at all? Mm. I've never met him, but he's the triple OG legend. I just, That'd fig- be a good I just figured you That'd know because yeah. guys yeah. have literally worked in the same never. worlds, mm-hmm. but it's just weird you've never. I don't even think I've seen him in real life before. He doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. You never I saw just... him jogging in a full Kid Cudi Bape uh, <laughs> no, outfit. Uh-uh. Listen, just man. Shoulders next up. time you go to Portland, let me know, and yeah? I'll put you guys on a text. Or That's a good. That'd be a good drive around the vintage Porsche. I would love that. I actually just ran into. Jesse Leva the other day. Nice. Yeah, oh, nice. at a coffee shop. I, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet with Jesse Leva. Got you. Yeah. 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 Jesse's a, Jesse's a friend of ours. Jesse also comes from that era you were talking about of, you know, Nam de Guerre, Supreme, yes. where it, I feel like a lot of people take it for advantage that they feel like they can just get whatever shoe. It's like we, we come from an era when the shoes weren't even online for you to get the chance to try and purchase them, mm-hmm. much less any like reasonable expectations that you were going to get them. You I'm, know, I, I was camping out for the because I, I camped out and did all that like stuff yeah. in like high school, portable DV players watching Family Guy going to the bathroom in bodegas. Like, wow, right? Um, but it was like we were camping out for the Supreme Dunk highs and the sky skate, skateboards by. And he's like, yo, I'm opening up a shop on like Third and Bowery. It's called Dave's Quality Meat. You guys should, wow. you guys should stop wow. by. Great story. Yeah, and we were like. And then we like we all like got our dunk highs and then like went over to Dave's and we were like, whoa, it looks like a meat market. Wow. wow. Did you wear them right away or what, what? the dunks? Yeah. Oh no, I resold them like for a lot. A lot <laughs> really? <of money>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Oh Wait, yeah. So like were, same day. You were on Nike Talk back in the day. Oh yeah. I didn't. I don't remember what my name was. But <laughs> that was yeah. the next question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but what like, shit posting and like. No, it was more up. just like education. Like that yeah. before you know the hype beast. It was just like how you got the information. And, 
What was uh, Jason Petrie's name when Nike talked? Seven Z Row, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What about like the one shoe that I always see in the background that I'm jealous that I don't have, and wondering if there's any story behind this? But the Espo Air Force Two. Oh, you know what's funny? Those actually, after like a, like a, a wear recently, they cracked, like the stitching cracked. And I can't even get them fixed because it's not leather. Damn. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just going to have to be like a... Did you get those like when they came out? No, recent buy. Okay. I'm, you know you know how kind of like rappers are like, oh, I couldn't get them back in the day. Yes. And I have, I've been doing that recently. I got Same. some like Yeezy, I got some neck gray Yeezy 2s recently. Um, some Heineken Dunks and some Dunkles as well. <sighs> Anything else fall apart on you? No, they're doing good. And yeah. some I got, found some MF Doom uh, SPs in London recently. Yeah, well. nice. You know where eBay is the place to go for that stuff. I, I heard. I heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good drop. Good yeah, drop. perfect. Any yeah. other like camping out stories that like the day? What else? What other shoes that you remember? Um, hmm, camping out stories. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have any more camping out stories. Okay. Really, yeah. Just a Family Guy DVDs. And the family Supreme Guy Dunk is, yeah. and Dave, that's like three, three like boxes checked of an amazing <laughs> campout story. Yeah. You'd, ask, you'd ask the bodega owner if you could go, like go pee yeah. and then do other things. Do you Number send? Two. Do you send your new shoe collabs to Kanye in the hopes that he'll wear it or no? What did I do? I think I think I did with the chain reaction. Yeah. Um, but that was it because that was I think that was like the you know the post job so you kind of want to see how your ex your ex is doing. I, yeah. did, I didn't know if it was, I didn't know if it was one of those things where it's like maybe like not like you want to impress him, but you're mm. like, look what I can do now, mm -hmm. you know? Where mm -hmm. it's like, look what I became. Absolutely, I did. That's why I did it. Yeah, yeah I probably gave it like a extravagant packaging as well. <laughs> and you're on another level now too. Like, was there a moment when you realized that you were a famous sneaker designer? You know, mm. because, and I'm not just saying this because you're on here, but you're like in that conversation now. There's not a lot of recognizable sneaker designers, I think, in the history of sneaker design. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you're one of them. Do you remember when that changed for you? I think it was gradual. I think a little bit Yeezy, a little bit Versace. And then when you start having your name on sneakers, that, that'll do it. And then the Croc has probably been the biggest boost because it's just not like our little sneaker world. It's yeah. very mass. You know, yeah. I, I have moms asking me. People that would never ask for any, anything else I've ever worked yeah. on yeah. are asking for Crocs. Was it their birthday? <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> and because of this conversation, I'm gonna get so many. Oh yeah, about, like, sorry. Was, was it <laughs> about birthdays? Was it scary? Because I remember us having a conversation when you when you were like the head of footwear at Versace, and then you leave to kind of just do your own thing, and no one knew at the time what that was going to look like. Neither did I. We knew you had like a New Balance shoe coming out, but mm -hmm. I guess like maybe in my head, I'm like I would want the job security of like you know being the head of footwear at a huge high fashion brand versus trying your hand at like getting a one-off collaboration mm -hmm. and then maybe it not leading to more. So did you realize that you were going to become Salehi, the footwear collaborator guy? Or So I was lucky enough to have like an easy transition of the first New Balance and the Anta collaboration happened while I was still an employee at Versace. Okay. So while I had the security, I mm -hmm. got to like have proof of concept of like, whoa, I have, I have an audience, it sells out, mm -hmm. um, and, and, they're, and they're active. So... Whereas maybe I could have done it a year earlier, I was I just I just didn't want to take that jump. Like I, job security is very important; it represents food and a roof and all those things, you know. Yeah. But then once I saw it play out, it made me more confident. I still didn't foresee what's transpired in the last you know two years by yeah. any means, and I'm still probably not fully aware of it as you know people are externally, especially doing it with new silhouettes. Like I can't. You can't really overstate how hard it is. You know, all the shoes that we wear on a daily basis, there's so many of them. It's just like, yeah, we're still wearing shoes from 
you know, mm -hmm. 30 years ago, 25 years ago, but you're out here convincing people like this looks different from anything else in your rotation and you're going to buy it. And then strangely, I'm, I would argue that that's what every brand needs. Every brand. Yeah, you for know? sure. High to low. For sure. It's like newness. Yeah. Yeah. People ask sometimes, like, what's our favorite episode? And you never really have, like, a, a good answer. Was there one person who wore your sneakers that you were really, really excited about more than others? Or, like, wow, mm. this is a moment. I was with Andre 3000 the other day. I gave him a pair. Seeing him wear it was, was definitely... What are those conversations like? Because Andre 3000, like, mm. I think public pictures, there's been, like, three in the past few years. <laughs> Two of them have been with you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. Black Cement 3s or He something. wore the Black Cement 3s, I yeah. think, and he's playing the... the oh, he's playing the, the flute, flute, right? Yeah, yeah the yeah, flute. Yeah. What are those conversations like? You don't have to give us everything, but like, uh, what's like any design? Like, what's it like? Uh, for a little bit, I, so he was actually really interested in. Uh, maybe it's okay with me sharing this, but he was interested in footwear. So I was uh, teaching him footwear design for like a little tree torn bit. days. No, this was okay. a, a year, like eight months to a year ago. Okay. And then dude, uh, you were teaching Andre three thousand how to design footwear. I had to repeat it a few times too. Wow, like, dude, yeah. that's yeah, that's so crazy. Like, yeah, it was it was cool. Like and, to be able to know him is is yeah incredible but mm -hmm. to be able to be like this is somebody who i presume like you you know looked up 100, to you know yeah. and uh and then we hike a decent amount and it's funny I, I was telling my buddy the other day i was like yo like we were hiking and it was like cloud covered and and he was playing the flute wow and my buddy and my buddy was like yo that that sounds like a crazy dream and i was yeah. like nah that really happened you know <laughs> but but the it kills me though because he's not really a camera person so i've like had some great experiences that like, no one knows about so, yeah yeah they're up here yeah, they're all they're all up here, all photographed. <laughs> What's your uh, relationship like with Joe Fresh Goods? You guys mm. have one, Cause both being the. So I met Joe at All Star Weekend uh, when he released the pink, red Chicago nine nine two. Yeah, 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 those a watershed um, moment. Yep. Yeah, those like did super well. That was before I think that was before I released a shoe. So it was kind of cool to be able to see like a New Balance release like play out. Yeah. I was just with Teddy the other day. I feel like you guys got to put like a name dropper <laughs> no, like graphic right here. Um, but I was with Teddy the other day and we were talking about how strong the New Balance team is, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, we all remember that moment where uh, where the swoosh did it, where it was like Drake and Virgil and, yeah. and, and yeah. everyone like clicked up and it was like that Nike moment. I've been yeah. saying for a while now that New Balance needs that because joe and like teddy like teddy's like our like tim duncan you know he's got like five rings and no one knows like he, like dave Chappelle has a joke that T tim duncan shows his rings like this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, it's like a lot of brands are like stone island you stone know? island like yeah. it's it's a really deep roster and i don't know if we've done the best job of even like everyone's killing it individually i don't know if we've done the best job of showing the entirety of the of whole who we have. you need to take like those like classic like this is New York hip hop, you know, 1990 something where you're yeah. all like Pictures. standing exactly. on a class yeah. photo. Exactly. Yeah. And then even just the opportunity that New Balance has given Joe with uh, the conversations collection. I think that's really important because you don't see brands really doing that. You know, and, like, and it's so that product sold right out. It wasn't yeah. really like a branded collab, like you yeah. said. And, and then just even giving collaborators the opportunity to kind of like tell the story themselves um, is important, you know, because you see Joe's signature on all of his marketing. You see my signature on all of my marketing. And so on and so forth like that um the made stuff that they just released teddy's all over that like yeah. that is very teddy right so i think you know giving collaborators the opportunity to really like do their dance and not interfere is 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 the next way with new balance being such like a traditionally like conservative footwear brand that didn't want to step too far outside of the box do you think that like they give you the biggest leeway to do what you want with the brands or mm -hmm. i think with all these companies you kind of have to like prove yourself um you know, 
when I got to Versace, I think the only person that believed in me was Donatella. Mm. But then, you know, I designed the chain reaction in two weeks since on the runaway in the third week. And then whenever it went on sale, it sold out. And, you know, that made all the salespeople and all the doubters, you know, jump on board very quickly. So I think even at a brand like New Balance, um, I think they were more of a late arrival when it came to hype collaborations. Mm -hmm. But now I would argue that they're, you know, leading the pack. And uh, I attribute that to Joe. You know, he's he's the, the 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 Jedi over there. And yeah, there's a lot of exciting things happening. And Amine. Oh yeah, Amine is yeah, right? Amine I, as well. I have to assume you had something to do with helping. People were saying that. I, I don't know. That's all. That's all Amine. Amine no? gets okay. all that credit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it I seems like I support it. You yeah. know, yeah. with hiking stuff. But no, I had nothing. I had nothing to do with that. You're gotcha. at the track with Jack Harlow in the sky, or no? Or? No, no. I got invited to that, but I didn't go. Just like Welty. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I missed yeah. it. I missed it. I've been <laughs> to Boston in a while, actually. Time to this episode. You have a release coming? We should talk. Mm. So, yeah, the Crocs are releasing soon. Which colorway is this? So, this is Stratus. This kind of like looks like the white friends and family, urchin, and um, crocodile. You yeah. name them yourself? Name them myself. I like, I like fun names. Like, I, I can't say when people just say red or blue. Like, I, it just gives it, you, you feel like you've, you've owned it a little bit yeah. more. You know? is, is the crocodile action Bronson? Later. Oh, no. Oh, not, turbo. <laughs> so I just, uh, I thought it was important because we were playing around with uh, doing like a more Volt colorway, which ended up being a one-of-one one that I gave to Amine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some of our competitors use that color. So I wanted to use the, the, the Crocs green color, like the, of the logo, that green, because it yeah. feels like ownable. No one has done that color. And yeah. I, it's, it's strange, like, you know, picking the color of these injected foam shoes is somewhat meticulous because... It's a foam shoe, but then people are wearing it all day long. So it's like you want to make it wearable, but then you also want to explore color. So it's, it's, I think it's somewhat tough. What's your take on the Wave Runner? Ooh, the not the, wave not, sorry, not the Wave Runner, sorry, the um, foam. The Foam Runner. Foam Runner, sorry. Uh, it's personally not for me, but I think it was 100% necessary for the Pollux to, have, to do what it's done. I think mm. that if the Pollux came out with no, the world having not seen a Foam Runner, um, it would have been a different reception. Interesting. Um, you feel like they helped you set. They helped set the stage for. I don't know if I like, want to say help. Sorry, I don't. I'm not trying to. Take <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, people, no. But people like hated that. People like when they first saw that, a lot of people hated yeah. that. They're like, "How is anyone going to wear this?" Yeah, so yeah. Foam runner. Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's like one of the most popular footwear products like out right now. Yeah, I think that that comes with having a great like uh, endorser, and then sometimes you have to kind of like lead the consumer along with you because I, I saw that happen with the lunar grand mm -hmm. um the chain reaction i think it's human nature it's human nature to not like what what's different and so i, I forget i even like screen recorded and put in my story i think you were saying it about how like it's a better opportunity when like people see it that first time and they're not sure and then the second mm -hmm. time they're like hmm. that's the growing them a little bit exactly you I think rolled that's, your stuff out early it seems yeah i think that's that's the coolest part about listening to kanye music like i'll listen to it sometimes and I'm like, man, I can't wait to love this in three weeks. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, well, it's like the first time you heard Jesus where you're like, exactly. not what you're, you're expecting. Yeah, you're like, I don't, I don't know. But, but, but now I know that I'm going to love it. You know what I mean? And, and there's something nice about that like relationship with product from like hate to love. Mm -hmm. And even to maybe potentially expect it after a track record. You know. I want to ask, you mentioned the Color Vault specifically and, and some competitors using that. Can we take it to Nike real quick? Because you, you've spoken in other interviews about that was the goal one day. That was what you wanted to do. You wanted to be there. And you, as a kid, you were applying there and sending sketches. And I think a lot of people in the sneaker world, designers or not, they want to end up there. Mm. You, you, you never ended up doing that or you haven't done it. And you found incredible success outside of that in a way that I feel like they wouldn't have let you 
you know, go down that path. Do you think they'll ever, or have they ever tried to come back to you and be like, okay, we're ready now for a Salehi Nike shoe? Or would you even do that at this point? Um, it's interesting because the goalpost has moved so many times because the dream for me was, would have been like an associate designer job in Oregon, like for Nike and that's it. So yeah. what, what I've accomplished even thus far in my career is like beyond my wildest dreams. And, and far uh, eclipses that position. 100%. Yeah. And uh, actually at Andre at Andre's memorial, Diane von Furstenberg said uh, that Andre was a successful man because he lived the life that he dreamt of as a child. Mm -hmm. So that's ultimately like, I think that I'm, I'm living that life, if not more than that. So mm -hmm. it's kind of tough to say. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to take it like, again, you've done incredible stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel bad like ending on Nike. No, you know, I mean, I, that's been kind of like my narrative. For yeah. Actually, it's a lot of designers' narratives, but it is my narrative. So no, it's a valid question. Yeah. yeah. The numbers, are, will there be more? Do you think they'll start getting more available because so many people wanted them? The yes. demand? The answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So could you ever picture it, you know, because in my head, when I view Crocs, right, mm. just their traditional image is like when I'm working at Dick's Sporting Goods in the footwear section 2006, and there's like the hooks, you know, like the hooks mm -hmm. on the yep. wall oh, with, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, with all the Crocs. Yeah. Do you think that there's ever a day where you walk into, I don't, I'm not saying a Dick's Sporting Goods, but just like a generic store and there's that much Slahey, Bemberry Crocs oh, on the wall? Oh, by the way, Bimberry, just so you oh. guys know. Sorry. No, it's okay, it's okay. But just, I, I, just <laughs> I to say it right, I think. I, no, I think you, know you what? do. I feel guilty because I definitely, the first time I ever said your name on a program, and I'm sure lots of people do, I definitely said like Salah or something, uh -huh, and I uh -huh. didn't know, so I apologize No, it's, it's okay. It's because it's Burberry, but, yeah. but um, I mean, it depends. That's tough to answer. I think in the case of Crocs, what's cool is, you know, I more so executed a design language. So that's something that could be translated into furniture or maybe like a more mass offering of product. Um, and I really, I plan on protecting it. You know, I want, you know, 10 years from now, I want to execute that design language and I want people to still be excited about it. So um, right now I'm kind of playing more with scarcity of product. Okay. I think that's because I'm trying to, um, that's w maybe one of the 10 things I'm doing to community build. Um, but no, I definitely want to increase numbers for sure. Are we going to see the rainbow one ever come out? No, I'm not. A fan of, I'm not a fan of that one. Ah, uh, I yeah. like those. Yeah, I re actually uh, we've been playing around with like hydro dipping some stuff. Okay, a little one on one. Do you know when his birthday is? Mm. Oh yeah. I could... <laughs> I'm here's, sorry, I'm sorry. No, here's, I'm here's, 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 a, here's a good good question to end on. If there's anyone that you could go hiking with that you haven't gone hiking with yet, who would it be? Good question. Um, probably Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Or Smoke, David Blaine. Smoking maybe. cigarettes, like, yeah. <laughs> could happen. Yeah, maybe David Blaine, maybe. Well, you went, oh, Ronnie, you wasn't, on Ronnie, the, Ronnie wasn't on the hike, but he looks yeah, like he David looks Blaine, like, so kind of close. Close enough, yeah, yeah, close yeah. Enough. Uh, before we get out of here, we talked about the Crocs dropping shortly. Anything else that you're really looking forward to in around the time this is going to release? Uh, nothing that I can say. I mean, there's just, there's more newness coming with New Balance. Okay. The team is strong. Teddy's doing, like, to curse for a second, Teddy's really fucking shit up over there. Yeah. So I'm happy to be a part of that, and uh, it really feels like we we have formed Voltron, and uh, we're gonna I don't know I'll leave it. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna have all this jet, the stones, yeah, yeah, Infinity yeah, Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, thank you so much for pulling up. Uh, we wanted this one for a while. Glad that it finally happened, and uh, yeah, man, continued success. We're all all big fans. So. Yeah, thank you yeah. for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Please like, subscribe. Everyone have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.
Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.